Thank you for joining us at Truth Be Told, where we tackle various topics all from a biblical perspective. Today, we're diving into Romans chapter 4. And we'll read some verses, then we'll talk about them, and then we'll read some more. Uh, we're going to jump right into verse 1 of Romans chapter 4. What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. So really, we got to go back into the previous chapter to get a full scope of what we're talking about here at the end of chapter three we had mentioned it had mentioned where uh does faith abolish the law god forbid it establishes it so this is the complementary relationship between our who our faith is in and then us living out that faith which the guidelines are the law the book, the good book. So it goes perfectly together. It What happened a lot at this time when the Bible was written and still today is we think we're a good person. We're doing pretty well. We're doing well for ourselves. So we could, you know, we're going to be okay because of that, which is entirely not true. Even if we were carrying out the law to the T like the Pharisees thought they were, we, we are not saved. We're going to get into the condition of the heart later in the chapter, but that just kind of is where we're going. I'll, I'll read the next few verses. We'll start with verse 5. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. So I was looking back there just to see we were talking about grace in those as well. Is that a question or a statement? Question. <laughs> I think I found my wife like not in the verses we were in. <laughs> anyway, talking about the verses we're in, it, grace, the overarching theme of grace is throughout the verses, yes. Um, and just as David even pointed to in the Old Testament, you know, our, our sins are forgiven. They're covered by the sacrifice of God's Son, Jesus, who lived and died and rose again for us. And really, it's not anything we can do. It's all about the grace that's given from the person, the triune God, three in one, that is the object of our faith. Well, when I said that, I was looking back here at the endearing word, and it was talking about... Um, 
now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace. The idea of grace stands opposite to the principle of works. Grace has to do with receiving the freely given gift of God. Works has to do with earning our merit before God. And I liked how that brought yeah. that together there. I'll go ahead and read the next verses. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Does the blessedness then come upon the circumcised only or upon the uncircumcised also? For we say that faith was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. How then was it accounted? While he was circumcised or uncircumcised? Not while circumcised, but while uncircumcised. Then he received the sign of circumcision to seal the righteousness of the faith, which he had while still uncircumcised. Then he might be the father of all who believe. Though they are uncircumcised, the righteousness might be imputed to them also. And the father of uncircumcised, of circumcision to those who are only are of the circumcision, but who also walk in the steps of faith, which our father Abraham had while still uncircumcised. Here we're getting deep. I, it doesn't want, God wants us to know it's not faith plus. If you're thinking of it as a math problem, it's not faith plus, it's faith. Mm -hmm. And really, faith is clearly not a work either. It is the object of our faith. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's just waiting for us to turn to him. He's there waiting for us. And so this just clearly establishes that even back with Abraham... He was counted righteous because he accepted God's promises and believed on them. It wasn't when he was physically circumcised down the road. Mm -hmm. It it was well before then. So again, previewing in the circumcision of the heart, like it's a spiritual matter. The physical signs are just a byproduct, how we live out our faith how we show physically our faith in our Savior. So important concepts there, I think. It is not just any ritual that you can perform. Yes. And that's, you know, if I was going to pick out the key verses of this chapter, I would focus on these, in particular 11 and 12, Mm -hmm. where it's talking about the sign of the circumcision. Or any other ritual, sometimes different people, you've heard them say, if you've been baptized, you know, you're saved. I mean, I guess you could put any kind of ritual there other than just circumcision. Very easily can. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. we could get into a great conversation about how um, babes eat and survive on milk, Uh and then as they grow... They move on to eating solid foods. The meat is the same with the Christian. You don't want to stay as a newborn, new spiritual birth, and never move beyond the milk. So yes, these things can be, again, physical signs of your faith. Mm -hmm. All right, let's dive into the rest of the chapter. I'll, I'll read the verses that carry us out, and then we'll talk about them. Okay. Verse 13. For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham 
or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise made of no effect. Bad news for the Pharisees and those like them today. Because the law brings about wrath. For where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope and hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus, our Lord, from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. When it starts there, JP, you know, when it was talking about the um, promise that would be the heir of the world, and it that was happened before giving of the Mosaic Law. So you can't say that that was based on the law. You know, instead that's based on Abraham's faith. Righteousness through faith. Where you started reading there. Certainly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Abraham came along before Moses, as you see in the timeline of the Bible, and it does clearly establish that for mm -hmm. sure. A lot of that's, I mean, just pretty straightforward. It's just like you say amen and move on. So mm -hmm. it, it, but God's word is enough. Um, I, I would point out, though, we talked. it talks about Abraham's faith and the strength of it. It's easy just to gloss over when you're reading it. But when you're 100 years old and your wife's 90 mm -hmm. and you're told that you're going to have a son that's you know to believe that is powerful did he waver at some point yes with with his wife they did they tried to do it their own way and we're still dealing with the consequences of that mistake today the non-biblical way their own way man's way instead of god's way we're still dealing with that mm -hmm. as a world the, the consequences of that particular sin but in that moment, he showed the faith and believed. Another big moment I, for Abraham was when he was willing to sacrifice Isaac mm -hmm. after he was born mm -hmm. and believed that God was going to handle it. 
he believed that God was going to deliver many, many people through Isaac. He didn't know how it was working with him having him sacrificing, but he believed. It just, you know, Abraham was just a man and had his faults, but th those moments of just unquestioning belief. Well, unquestioning might, might not be the right word. Maybe he did question, but he knew who he believed in would take care of it. He may not have understood how, but he knew that God would. And again, he looked at the promises of God and not to his own body of circumcision and things. One, one thing that's been like jumping out at me recently in studying in just, you know, the daily walk with the Lord is, you know, we are a triune individual too, it made after and in the image of God. You know, we have the body the soul, and the spirit. So we're, you know, a three and one, two. And the least important of those three is the body. Because mm -hmm. eventually, this body is going to fail us, and we're going to have the physical death. The other two, it, it carries on. So I think as human beings, we often put the main focus on the body and don't really even understand, which I'm working on that too, or think about the other two, the whole soul and the spirit. So I don't know, it just that's one of the things that jumps out at me too. God is not limited by what we may view as the limits of the physical body. Even when Jesus was God incarnate, God in a physical body. It, Still not limited. Just, a, I don't know, maybe a little... That's a lot to chew on. <laughs> yeah, maybe a random sidebar. It was deeper than Romans chapter 4, but that's just where the Holy Spirit's been leading me. So there you go. Know. I like it. Yeah. No, I like that. That was good. It was just a lot to think about. Yeah. It, well, I'm still chewing on it, so it's been days and days, but it, it definitely is a lot to think about. Well, hey, as always, thank you for joining Christy and I here at Truth Be Told, and we appreciate you, and be blessed out there. Thank you. Have a good week.